Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are here to lovingly snark on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup for the 2021 season. Except for today. There's no love. This <laughs> this is a special edition of our show. We haven't done this yet this season, but this is a... Snark attack! This is a snark attack for Nantucket Noel. Because there's a few movies every Hallmark season that are just so painfully snarkable and not sparkable at all that we got to just do a snark attack. Yeah. So nothing to lovingly (laughs) spark on with this one. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. We don't have uh, predictions for this. We there's not going to be a lot of pomp and circumstance. I can give you a brief rundown of the plot, um, which is your standard. We have to save the business plot. The spoiler alert, we don't save the business or (laughs) I guess we don't get to protect it from being torn down. So she owns a toy store on the wharf. The developer who's going to come in and demolish the wharf and make it into Marina. His son is in town visiting with his daughter and they they fall in love and she argues with the old man about why he shouldn't tear down the wharf and he does it anyway and then she puts her shop somewhere else that's the plot and her friends betray her as they sell out they, their yes. spots so in that sense if i had any sparks there are only two small ones one is yes the old man wins and he gets to tear down the wharf and so this woman does not get what she wants which I like to see because that's that's how it works. And the other people are like, yeah, he gave us a good deal to like get out as quickly as possible. So we took it and like, yeah, we made some money on the process. <laughs> uh, the other is I do love the idea of a preppy New England Nantucket aesthetic for a movie. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of it. However, it was not realized. It was not <laughs> even filmed in Nantucket. I mean, it was just clearly Canada Harbor. Right. <laughs> so it was not fully realized, but I like the idea of where this could have been, even though it's not particularly Christmassy. Yeah. I like I like a preppy New England thing. I, I don't honestly think I have any sparks, except for the fact that it's just so snarkable bad. Like that's kind of a spark for me. Like when something is just this bad, that even the diehard Hallmarkies can't find something redeemable about it. And put it at the bottom of their list, like that. Yeah, that that that's a win for me. <laughs> that's a win. <laughs> it a, a little bit in yeah, my grinchy I mean, heart. It it is a win, I think, for the sassy side of us, the snarky side yeah. of us. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into exactly what it was, Austin, that made us pick this movie to do a snark attack. There are so many places to start, but I think one of the biggest ones we have to start with is just the absolute and utter lack of any chemistry from anyone in this movie. The leads have no sparks. The sides have no spark. The old dude and the housekeeper lady, they were supposed to be having sparks. And it was like, oh, old people kissing. (laughs) And I have nothing personal against old people kissing. It was just just like so blah and bland and nothing. Like, I just didn't think anyone actually cared about anyone in this movie. Yeah. And so it was just really painful to watch because I I didn't even care about whether people were romantically involved or not or friends or not. Like at no point did I believe anyone actually liked each other. Yeah. The friendship vibes in this one were really strange because she's friends with the other people who also own businesses on the wharf. And 
it just felt like I didn't feel any like friendship spark between them. So I didn't really care if they all moved away, never saw each other again. At all. And I think that was probably also because of just the acting level of all the side characters, especially the friends. It was like bad community theater acting. And that's not a dig yeah. at community theater, but it's just like really bad community theater acting. That was the level of all. It was really bad banter delivered really poorly with no reason for them to be in the movie at all. Right. And and a lot of this for me, this is a new actress. I've not seen any movies in the past with uh, Sarah Power, who played Christina. Um I was not particularly drawn to her as an actress. That's no offense to her. I think that's the movie more than her personally. Uh, But on the male lead, Trevor Donovan was playing, and I have to keep looking at my notes. Uh, Andy was his name, the the male lead. I don't remember. I remember one character's name. But I have seen the Trevor Donovan movies before, and he has yet to wow me with anything. Like He, to me, is that vanilla beige. And and forgive me because I know a lot of the Hallmark community really loves him. They find him very attractive. You're talking to somebody who doesn't generally find the typical male Hallmark lead <laughs> to be the type of person I'm attracted to. So when that's stripped away, his acting is just like, meh. Like, yeah. I, there's nothing there that's a spark for me. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, you know, he he's the developer son he's a accomplished businessman he's businessing in his business car exactly he's businessing in his business car and it gave me like flashbacks so when i was younger uh i would always play like we wouldn't just play house growing up we would play like law and order we would play newspaper or we would play like business owner and i'd always pretend to be a guy and i would talk like him where it's like you were like shut down the wharf (laughs) i was more like tear it down no because he was not even talking it was so generic he's like this is my final offer and because i'm feeling in the christmas spirit i'll raise my offer one last time so it's just a bunch of like nonsense that sounds like what a nine-year-old austin would say make believing that he's a businessman that was the level of writing and and there's a couple of reviews on the Hallmark app already that have that have popped up. And the very first one that I'm seeing is the one that kind of encapsulates this. It, the title is, I wanted to like this. And the, the details of the post are, but meh. <laughs> also, Trevor is very easy on the eyes. I will give him that. But I've seen every single one of his Hallmark movies. And in each one, his voice is monotone and he seems disinterested in even what he is saying. <laughs> So we're uh, not alone no. in our feelings. The Hallmark ladies, Twitter, the people on Facebook, um, this one just just fell flat across the board. Yeah. Let's let's shift gears for a moment. Okay. And I want to talk about mermaids. Of course. Because that was actually most of our conversation on Twitter was and, mermaids. I mean, that was most of the conversation in the movie because when is the lead character not talking about how her mom painted this mural 25 years ago right. in the shop of a mermaid? So <laughs> I didn't realize, and I don't know, anybody who's familiar with Nantucket life could could tell us this, but um, are mermaids really this big symbol of Nantucket? Are they like this big deal? Because they really were trying to smack us over the head with a mermaid tail in this one. <laughs> Oh, like, fun. I see what you did there. <laughs> so her mom owned the toy store that she runs. She owns this toy store on the wharf. And part of the reason that she's like, you can pry this toy store out of my cold, dead hands is because her mother's cold, dead hands painted the <laughs> <laughs> 
mermaid mural. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, they were warm and she was alive when she painted a <laughs> mermaid mural. It wasn't a zombie mermaid mural. She painted a mermaid mural on the wall of this very unattractive wharf toy store. With particle board everywhere. It is, okay, yeah. So let's hit the pause button on that snark. And yes, my number one snark, when we were watching this movie, I said, why are all the walls in this toy store particle board? Like stained particle board. Stained particle board. Some of them are just bare particle <laughs> board. And I'm like, did some set dresser somewhere think that like, this is what's going to make it feel rustic? I know we're trying to make it feel run down because the wharf is run out. She's like steps through a board at one point. Her cash register doesn't work, which I don't know how that's the developer's fault that seems very much like a her problem it's because the wharf is sinking her <laughs> the cash register is, is so worn down that her cash register is janky um but you know but this whole thing is outfitted in particle board like with the 18 toys that are just kind of strewn about with one single one of cl- each it's toy. clearly a secondhand store it's because like not anything is weird in plastic little wrap. toy store it's the toy store that it would look like if you just kind of picked up all the toys around your house and said this is a toy store now and like if you did a yard sale in a, a fisherman's wharf. In a, in a fisherman's shed. That's what this toy store is. This is her mother's crown jewel, her pride and joy. And the only thing this woman could do to save this janky toy store is to paint a mermaid mural on the wall. So we have to save the mermaid mural. And and the mermaid mural. So it, like I couldn't tell what they were trying to do with this. Because like, number one, the style of it looked like a Vista print graphic. Uh-huh. Versus a hand-painted mural of a mermaid. Right. I mean, it was very, like, vector computer generated. And it was generated. painted on the particle board until the very end of the movie when they presented it to her as a rolled-up piece of paper. But you could tell that it was a rolled-up piece of paper the whole movie because there was wrinkles in it. Right. So I don't shots. know why she was like, I can't leave this toy store because my mother painted this mural. I mean, really, her reason is, like, this is my mother. This is the only thing I have left of my mother. The, the mural represents that, but it's like, oh, girl, you could have just rolled up that mermaid mural this entire time and gone to a much better location where your feet don't pop through the boards on the floor. So I mean, there's probably the something to, to be said about being on the water, but clearly the location was not helping her business because well, she said it was busy at Christmas, but I swear to God, there was only one customer ever and she stole a mermaid from her. Right. So Wink, <laughs> the daughter of Andy comes into the toy store and for whatever inexplicable she's acting out because her parents were her divorced. parents are divorced and that's, so that's what, what kids divorced do. kids do right they act out they steal mermaids so she steals a mermaid doll and sarah right is that her name i don't know the girl let's look at the app again um she <laughs> finds her stealing it and then has her come in has went come in and work for her as as her penance for stealing uh christina the actress's name is sarah so christina invites wink to come in and work for her because she's like i'm so busy i could use the help <laughs> never is there a person to I be mean, seen i think in maybe we store. saw one person try and get out of her shop and the door was stuck on them but right. i couldn't tell the if door they actually open because it's bought janky. anything yeah i can't imagine how this shop makes any money we have to continue on with mermaids though okay because mermaids are the thread of the whole movie okay so we have the mermaid mural scroll thing that she can easily take out of her store and mermaid dolls and mermaid dolls that are shoplifted by a little girl named wink and then so she gets really sad i mean she's sad throughout the whole movie this is definitely like one of the saddest hallmark leads she's like i always feel like my mom's at the store she's a part of my soul so of course she's like having a crisis moment because all of her friends have taken the cash out option are leaving the wharf she's the only one holding fast and strong 
Mr. Grinchpa, the developer guy, oh, does yeah, not, Grinchpa. <laughs> doesn't want to give in and like let her stay because it's not safe to stay. So where does she go to talk to her mom? On a rock facing the ocean, talking out to the ocean. And so the question is, is her mom a mermaid? I think so. Well, I, the movie, with all the work that we did getting through this one, it would have been completely saved at the end if her mom had just, just like, like dolphin fl- style, like <laughs> fluttered out of the water and be like, eh, 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 eh. It's, okay, <laughs> it's going to be all okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it then, but hearing you say it now, just really, why didn't you give it to us, Hallmark? Why? It would have been a totally different movie. God, if there had, even if they had just had like a splash where you could have thought it was it's a like, mermaid, was that a mermaid? You'll never know. Wink, wink, wink. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. which by the way, wink is short for Winifred. Winifred. So, in case you need any cute baby names in 2022, we're just gonna hand that one to you on a platter. <laughs> I've never heard a character's name said so many times, though. They were the, this whoever wrote this movie was very proud of their cute kid's name, and they had to yeah. say it over and over: wink, 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 wink. It's just <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she was a precocious child, yes. so we had to talk about her a lot. Let's talk about Wink a little bit, and and more. Let's talk about her relationship to her father, who has to win the award for worst father ever. Right. Well, so in a yeah. Hallmark movie. Wink on Twitter, we kind of gave her a bad rap because she stole one thing one time. She is not and in immediately fact a criminal confessed. and then immediately <laughs> confessed. So I do not think that she everyone was like, oh, she's going to steal that, too. I'm not I, I would I would let Wink in my store. You know, I don't think she's a, a career criminal. Right. But yes, father is definitely not father of the year. And the moment for me that cemented that. Is when they go to a movie, right? So they're going to go to this Christmas movie thing and the other people from the wharf show up and they're like, oh, it's very odd that Christina would be here, but she's not here. We haven't heard from her. Oh, she must be crying down at the store, you know, so. (laughs) She's like weeping openly. Trevor Donovan goes back to find her. They have a moment. And next thing you know, they're going off to have s'mores on the shore of the, by the lighthouse. And I'm like, you just went down to check on her for a minute and clearly just completely abandoned your child and during the day that you took off to spend together. And it, it was clear there was a sign out front at the movie theater that said Christmas movie matinee. So we have a time frame. <laughs> it was totally dark. And it was totally dark by the time they're making out by the s'more fire. Oh, see, and I missed that. So yeah, he was definitely gone for a long <laughs> time like, and completely abandoned her. The whole movie was this premise about how he was spending too much time businessing it seemed like that might have been an issue with his previous marriage because we see that mom at the very beginning. He's like, this is my time to to commune with my daughter. Don't tell her to call you with her problems. I want her to talk to me. And the mom's like, well, you have to be there for her. You can't just be working all the time. And he's then like, he's just like, peace, I'm going to go romance this lady on the s'more lighthouse. Exactly. Like, <laughs> he immediately starts working. His daughter sort of shopless doesn't actually leave the shop admits to it openly and he's making her do hard labor for the next morning and he doesn't even- hard labor <laughs> she was learning I how mean- to wrap gifts <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> we'll but get my to point that is, he then didn't stay he basically found a way to turn her shoplifting into free babysitting mm-hmm. and then continuously left his daughter his daughter was like fine dad i guess we're not gonna do anything and then the one time he's like i'm gonna stay wink's like no you should go check on her 
She didn't say, go spend the whole afternoon with her, make out with her, and abandon me. Right. She said, go check on her. With her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. wink. Go go see her. Uh, uh. So, but yeah, that brought up my snark about the wrapping. So, you know, to segue back to the wrapping. So, Wink is doing her service in the toy store and she's helping wrap all these gifts. And uh, Christina teaches her her secret to wrapping, which is to wrap wrap the, the gift presents. like a I mean, normal she's like, you fold it over and, and you, you make a triangle <laughs> and you, you tape it up and it's like i think that's just wrapping a present the traditional way there was like nothing fancy i thought we were gonna learn something yeah. and we i was like oh I, I do it and actually i think i do it better than you right do. <laughs> we learned nothing from that so uh, kudos to you christina maybe that's why your shop is failing <laughs> oh poor christina so yeah, I think that was also what was so odd about this movie is like normally there's the trope of the big developer not winning in the end. But the compromise was everyone convincing her to let go of it mm-hmm. and be OK with it and her just saying, OK. And she needed to because here's the thing. This is business. I mean, I was on the old man's side, the Grinch. I was, I was Grinch, on Grinch's yeah. side the entire time. I was like. He's he's got sad eyes, right? He's lost his wife. He's wanting to redevelop this wharf to be a marina in her memory. So they've got competing interests. Uh, Christina wants to keep the shop in her mother's memory. And so, you know, you're like, oh, they're both sad about somebody. But in the end, it's like he owns that wharf. The wharf is clearly falling apart. There's an entire island here. There's no reason your business can't move somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like you like being on the water or the exact spot while your mom had the shop. But even then, they only had the shop for 25 years. So not the only that's that is quite a long time, but it's not like it's been in their family for generations. Right. I'm sure mom would be like, it's okay. You can let it go. And it didn't even seem like it was that great of a Shop. No, it was clearly because it was a fisherman shack or something. Right. So which is probably like, why they had the particle board. But there was some sort of like pink cafe that was like right off of the wharf mm-hmm. on solid ground mm-hmm. that was going out of business. She and so the resolution was her friend who owned a cafe also was looking for a spot. So she calls her friend and says, I have a perfect solution if you want to do it. Let's go in on this together. So they're going to have a cafe toy shop. I can't imagine what's a worse idea. It's It's putting food with toys. Cracker Barrel. We go there all the time. (laughs) Oh, I have stumped him. (laughs) I was thinking that it was like an open shop. Like Cracker Barrel, you've got the general store separate from the food eating area. Maybe so they're going to have it separate. So as long, because you know what, I do, we do spend a lot of money at the Cracker Barrel gift store. And they actually do even have the toy at the table because you play that peg game at the table. I mean, because that one you can clean easily. Does anyone ever clean that? I do. (laughs) Not pre-COVID. No. So to wrap this up. Because we don't do our our fancy ending with these snark attacks. Will this love last? Who cares? When were you watching this movie? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's that's title review. It's as bad as it seems. Right. And Christmas in Nantucket works for this one. It doesn't. It actually should have just been like. Christmas in Canada. Holiday Nantucket Marina. tear down like i mean or like a christmas mermaid on the wharf (laughs) yeah nantucket should have been excluded from the title and we said we were going to do this and here we are doing this segment anyway (laughs) old habits die hard this is a zero spark movie though but it is a what four snark i think this is a five snark movie movie. because there is only snarkability in this 
The only reason I would hesitate to give it less than five, like maybe a 4.5 though, is because the ring Christmas ring last year was so bad in the big giant glaring plot holes. But you know what? Not It's not like only one movie can be a five snarker. So it was just like that. If there was a five plus snark, that would be that one. And this, <laughs> this can still be a five snarker. All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So zero sparks, five snarks. You heard it here first <laughs> or maybe second or third, because who knows when we'll get. This who knows? <laughs> and with that, I've been Tara. I've been Austin. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs>